Live and direct, mother lovers. That's right. Back again for another expenditure. Is that the right word? No, that ain't the right word. Expedition. That's it, mother lovers. <laughs> Some of you might not never know nothing about. My name is Mike Stiggy. I'm your host for tonight. I'm here with my brother, Dan DNA, my co-host. What's going on, bro? Yes, I'm You've good. Been enjoying the sun. Yeah, I've been out. I went to went out to do some filming today. Yeah, how is it? With the cat, you took the new camera out. Just went mm. to Richmond Park. We'd walk around Richmond Park, mm. film some trees. Yeah, it's all right. How do you get? You get on good with it. It's a heavy piece of equipment. There, it is. Got. Yeah, yeah, man, that's nice though. I've, it's all. I've got the whole fully rigged out at the moment. With just you know, it's, it's all. I've got it set up like a proper film camera. So oh, for real. So you yeah, look it's pretty like, heavy. Yeah. Did you have people staring at you like wondering what yeah. you're filming? Yeah, yeah. That's when you know. That and you everyone know. comes over to you and says, um, "Could you just take our photograph with just the phone?" <laughs> Serious? <laughs> They'll come over to you because they think you must be an expert photographer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So I always put my f- finger over the lens and take their picture. <laughs> <laughs> and they just look at you, uh, great. Uh, <laughs> they all would ask again in case they're just like, yeah. That's my time is precious. Man. Yeah, it has been a nice, like, very nice couple of days. I think yesterday was a bit messed up. It was kind of overcast, you know what I mean? Somewhat. Seems like they might have tinkered with the skies a little bit yeah <laughs> Possibly. i don't know whether they do or not but have you seen that video where there's there's this guy oh, i wish i sent it to you man so we could watch it but it's like this guy who's by his um you know his own little two-seater or whatever little um airplane mm. what would you call it a jet i guess but it's not a jet is it like air like yeah, aircraft, light aircraft yeah, yeah. And then he's he's basically explaining how he's they spray stuff in the skies and and he called it um, cloud seeding and things like mm. that. Um, talking about how they put the stuff in the, in the wings where they would normally put um, pe- uh, you know the the fuel or whatever, as well as um, how he gets paid a certain amount to do it every time for whatever however many gallons or whatever that he yeah. I'll try and find it anyway, and then. But it was just like, nah, man, this can't be real. Like, like as if if they are, as if someone's just gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm just. He, he seemed like he was coming out and just saying, like, yeah, you know, for all the people that don't believe it, I'm I'm saying it then, you know. This is like what, but yeah, <laughs> that was kind of weird, man. Yeah, kind of weird. And you see all that going on, you're like, right, okay. Is it the same thing? Is it those um, the same like the Chinese people dropping dead at the beginning of twenty twenty? You know, you can't. On your, on your yeah, you've got to question everything. In it, yeah, you have got to question everything. Mm. You can't just blindly just think. Yeah, and start running around on. saying it. The worst thing is that we start running around saying that that's what's happening, even yeah. though it's just a, a video that you've got sent on your yeah. phone. Do you know what I mean? And it's like really. You gotta have a bit, a lot more discernment than that than mm. to just like start. You, it's almost like that's the purpose of it is just to get people scared. Do you know what I mean? And I'm I'm not saying they don't do it. I don't know whether they do or not, and and I'm sure most of us don't either. But there's quite a lot of yeah. evidence to say that they do. But I just find it weird that a, a guy's like, I don't know if it was a TikTok video or what, but you know it's being sent around. If I can find it, I will send it to you. There, man. There's a lot of evidence to say that they do do it but there's also a lot of evidence to show that they 
just spread fear all the time. Yeah. So yeah. You, like you gotta find some sort of balance. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, all right, so you don't want me to be scared. Let me work on that first. Yeah. Let me just make sure I'm not scared. Why should I not be scared? You find out, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. All right then. So listen, listen up. We gotta clean up a few things. Let's get I don't know whether you you know, water filter, distiller, whatever. Just there's yeah. a few things that you realize, all right, I've got to stop using that washing up liquid. Got to stop using that toothpaste. Got to stop using that. You know what I mean? Mm. Certain things you just fix up and you're aware of it. You don't need to be shook no more. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's, um, yeah, a tricky thing when, like you're saying, when they are putting enough fear out there that because you, you don't really understand things, yeah, you are a bit shook, then it's even too scared to question. Yeah. I think that's the worst part of it all when it comes to the whole fear mongering is like the fact that they're even too scared to actually look at things just to make sure they need yeah, to, you know. Yeah. Is it worth just being... Uh, for me as well, it's just observing other people. Like when I see, I find it strange with, you know, where I see, it'll be like one person masked up in a bunch of like 20 something people. And then mm. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I understand there's probably something going on where, you're, where you are like, oh, I'm high risk or I'm with someone that's high risk or something where you probably feel like that. But then I wonder, like, do you do you really feel safe mm. doing it? You know what I mean? And then do you ever look at everyone around and think like, oh, well, you're, you're all going to drop dead in about, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, like, how do you, because there must be a point where you're like, okay, so, you know, do I need to be doing all this? Like, it's really hot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm breathing, I'm struggling to breathe and whatnot. Do I really need to do all this? Yeah. And everybody else has stopped doing it. Like, you know what I mean? They've That's obviously the got their own stuff going on as well. Yeah, they have. They have. And that, and that is also... Right now, if you're going to have a go at someone with a mask on, you're basically tormenting them mentally. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's got to that point. It's, if it's three years in and they're still doing it, there's obviously something not right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tricky world, you know what I mean? Because obviously that... And it gets to that point where you realise like, um, I shouldn't even be upset with you. I should actually have some empathy and try and understand how you're looking at this, all of this now, yeah. three years on. That's it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's that thing where you're just like, wow, man, fear is the currency. The currency yeah. of They want you control. making mistakes. They, they, they want you in a state of fear because then you'll make mistakes all the time and you'll trust all the wrong people and you know, you'll also put all your trust into into the person who's creating the fear, you know? So you, you get all these YouTube channels and millions of followers mm. or not followers, but millions of views on their videos, a couple of hundred thousand followers. And they're really just spreading fear. Yeah. So they never yeah. offer any solutions to anything. It's yeah. always just fear. And then you, so people end up trusting these people, but really if they're not offering any solutions and all they're doing is putting you in a state of fear, yeah, how much it's like, um, it's like a cult leader. Yeah. It becomes like a cult because then you're you're like relying on this person to take you out of that state of fear all the time and and they never really do. They're always keeping you in that sort of panic. Yeah, I do wonder then about that. You become that. attached to them. It's sort yeah. of like a Stockholm do, syndrome. Do you think that's thing. what it is? Cuz I do wonder about that where Not intentionally, but I think that's what ends up happening. Mm. Some of these I, I, I bet you it's right, hundred yeah. percent. These YouTube YouTubers who put out all these fear videos mm. just turn their camera off and just go about their life. 
Yeah, you don't reckon that they're like, yo, so I've got to let people know about this, man. This no. is, oh, man. you reckon they're like, yeah, I reckon they're this just will like, work. Do you think this that is... got people watching my video? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas everybody else, they, they, and they're probably so oblivious to how they're making people. I mean, they obviously understand that some people are really, really, but they probably think those are a few fringe people that are getting, you know, overexcited about something or whatever. But, um, they they probably don't realise how some people are at home sitting. The same as the mask people. There's people like that about chemtrails, fluoride, mm. um, you know, heavy metals. Or it, yeah, you know, these things are stuff to they are stuff to to be concerned about. Mm. But it's not something that you should be not going out and then putting like a piece of paper in your window mm. with a handwritten thing saying stop chemtrail. You know, like mm. a little A4 piece of paper. And then you start looking like a sort of crazy person. Yeah, yeah. When you're doing all that sort of stuff. And it's because of these, you know, people like Dane Wigginton, the chemtrails guy. Oh, is he like a proper He's the American guy, but he never offers any solution to it. He never really goes deeper than a certain level with it. Was he like a, hey, look at this, look at this. He's like the sort of chemtrail gatekeeper guy, you know, and everyone has him on their shows talking sort of thing. But he always skirts over a few issues and... You know, it doesn't really sort of get into it, but he's like, like a sort it, of gatekeeper for does it. Does he know? Does he know who's doing it? Is as he like? Because this is the thing that I think you'd think really, having researched it for twenty years, you would definitely. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's the part of it where he's got five or six people that they think might be responsible for it. Yeah, they've never pinned it down to anyone. You know, is it like? Are they really getting independent? Um, um, uh, no, what, what uh, like whistleblowers or something? Well, not so much whistleblower, whistleblowers, but pilots, sorry, yeah. Are they getting independent pilots to do this or are they working for, a, is it like a company that does it? Or Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. how does it really work yeah. other than just the whole like, yeah, they're spraying this stuff? Because even the, the fact that they find, um, you know, these other metals and that in the soil, yeah. You know, it could be for other reasons, but we don't know 100% is because of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so then you just think like, also, wouldn't they be, whoever is doing it, wouldn't they, you know, so that guy who put that video out there, he's saying that he sprays all over different parts of wherever, but then when he's, I'm surely he's got like family somewhere. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There are people that he loves or whatever. So it's like, how does that really work? Like, I don't know. It's it's weird, man. But yeah, definitely a lot of sort of fear porn with that boy. And Sinead in the chat, mm. we're, we're, we're not saying that the clouds aren't fake. Like we both think there are fake clouds up there, but we still don't really know what they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it this way, man. I used to live on the ninth floor, yeah? And um, this is before I knew any of that, like anything about, um, you know, um, cloud seeding, anything to do with... Um, you know, them doing it, plants, yeah. um, you know, planting shit up in the air, whatever, doing anything. And I used to see, I noticed that whenever those sort of clouds, those clouds that stem from the airplanes and that, that then just slowly evaporate yeah. and they might have crisscrosses and zigzags or whatever, the next day will be cloudy. Like yeah. even, you know, I'm, and for, I never really used to say it because I thought I'm, I'd sound paranoid. But <laughs> it's like I could guarantee, I'd even say to people, once I saw that, I'll be like, yeah, watch, it's going to be cloudy tomorrow and the next day it'll be cloudy and that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it even happened just re like yesterday, the day before that, 
there was loads of that going on. And then yesterday, look how cloudy it was. Mad, like that's where you got your name, the weatherman, on the estate, and yeah, where people used basically. to knock on your door and they'd give you a piece of food and ask yeah. for the weather, and you'd be like. Yeah, I don't know if you like, saw the wrap up where I was um, Trevor McDiggy, but I, that is real. yeah, yeah, like, I, like my man had me relegated to doing the weather just because people know that I'm on point with doing the weather and all that. Now, nah, but that's about it though. But that that's like you know what I mean, and that's when I was young, man. Mm. I noticed that, but I'm just saying I don't know whether they're putting all of this stuff that people are saying and spraying that all over the place. It'd be, you know, it just seems a bit extreme. In a way, there's like things like the the coronation recently, right? Mm. So why did it rain? <laughs> yeah, surely there'd be like, yeah. yeah, we better make sure we seed all these clouds for you know for the day before. So it's, it's nice and sunny yeah. when the coron. But it was like cloudy and yeah, shit. Rained a bit. But then you ask people, and they're like, "Oh no, they've done that on purpose." To stop people yeah, enjoying yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I saw so loads of stuff. They stop about... people enjoying themselves, or they do it because they yeah. want, you know. And then obviously the Olympics in China, they had all this weather modification stuff going on. Yeah, that's what I read so... originally. That where I was like, oh wow, they're actually admitting they were like the first to admit that they did it, and yeah. they did it for the um, Olympics. And also, and why so don't right. they? Why don't they just use it in wars? And you know. Why, why, if if it's so predictable and yeah. and all this, why isn't yeah. it just being used all the time? Yeah, around yeah, it? It's like they're yeah. just saving it for that. No, we just need it for that one weekend a year when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's going to yeah. be cloudy and we want to go to the beach for that weekend. That's a good point. You know, so maybe it's not as like, maybe it's a bit hit and miss. Maybe they still haven't really, but it's, you know, it's been going for a long time. You'd think they'd have some sort of technique down or something. Well, people... Maybe it's not as a... I do see people talk about um, them creating, um, you know, like hurricanes and mm. stuff like that. And so there are predictions about certain hurricanes yeah. popping up and they're saying, yeah, that's part of, you know, whatever, what, like that harp and all that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 9-11, there's like a, you know, a hurricane off the coast of New York at that time and you know, when the planes are coming in. Like oh, a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a hurricane yeah, yeah, that yeah, goes yeah, at a yeah. right angle. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that yeah. years ago. Wow. Man. So whether they use that to sort weather. of direct the energy from that for something else or... I don't know. Yeah, because that's the thing as well. Is it really um, them creating it or is it them actually just manipulating it that and to then become something else? So, yeah. You know, in terms of like, say, the hurricane, like you're saying, is, was that already there? And then they're like, all right, let's blast something at it to move it a certain yeah. way. Or did they create it? Because then mm. that probably would give um, good reason to why, as to why they, they're not able to do it whenever they want. It's like they can yeah, only, you know, it's whatever, like, yeah. they can only, like the most they could do is like we were talking about is create clouds and whatnot. If it's and if it's humid, they could seed the clouds and make it rain or something. I don't know. But if there's no clouds then you can't make rain clouds or maybe you can only make clouds if it's sunny, but you won't make rain clouds. You just make normal clouds that just block out the light or. Well, I think what happens is the moisture builds up in the clouds and then that creates the rain. But say like, They're like what little happened part yesterday. Little particles that the moisture sticks to the particles. That's what mm. the theory is, isn't it? Mm. So that's what the seeds are. They're like little seeds that form moisture around the, around the particle, mm. which is what all these barium and all these 
Mm, okay, so that's what they do. Yeah. That's I don't know. That's oh, what, apparently right, right. what they're saying that to seed the clouds. They oh. put little particles in the air that attracts the moisture moisture towards it. You know, anything that's in the air gets attracted to it, and that creates the clouds. Do you remember um, what year was it? I think it was oh seven or eight. Um, but it's even happened like of recent as well, last few years where. They, they ash. Remember the ash cloud stuff. Mm. And do you remember like it, it? There was like clear skies for about five, six days or something like that. Yeah. And um, they're saying because the ash was like absorbing the moisture. Uh, yeah, and so that's why you didn't see many clouds and mm. whatnot. And so that I guess like, you know, you, you could see where they'd get a bit of an understanding of how oh maybe this will work and yeah. you know. But I think there's definitely something to them like actually making it, trying to make it cloudier. Because there's times like yesterday, you can tell everything, everyone's a lot more lethargic. Like There's obviously the low air pressure thing, mm. which makes you like real, oh, yeah, man, just, nah, man, I'm not with it today, man. I don't know what it is. You know? mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a gloomy day today, man, you know. But it's often that and, you know, man, they go in. They go in. So water vapor. Shout out to the... Uncommon senses, though. How can I miss you lot out, man? We we went in a little bit there. Shout out to Shanae. Big up Robbie Love. <laughs> Shout out Padmatic. Yes, now I'm not a legend, man. I'm just me, man. You know what I mean? If I'm a legend, we're all legends, man. Fuck that. I mean, sorry, F that. Before Watershed, my bad. Shout out to the little ones watching and that. Uh, Shout out to um, Tempest Elixir. What's going on, brother? Yes, man. Mr. Green. <laughs> Shout out to King Chico. Uh, Gematria Wombat, what's going on? Back again. Good to see you, man. So, silver oxide, water vapor. Hmm. Yeah, and then they talk about barium, strontium, and strontium, barium, strontium, and something else. Even Doom mentions it. Doom mentions it in a rap, I remember. I was like, right, even mama's on the whole. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's just a weird one. What do you lot think about that? Like the fact that there, are, if there are people, this is what's happening. How does it work for them and their family, their loved ones? You know, the people, well, if they do have any love in their heart. But how does it work for, you know, them even? Aren't they breathing the same air that they're spraying up then? But like, why wouldn't they use it against like Russia? And why wouldn't Russia use it against Ukraine? And why, you know, if there's all these wars why wouldn't they just all be just firing storms at each other and just creating worse weather or droughts or you know just is there like a is there like a border to where this thing works as well or do they have to send out a different weather thing to stop the russian cloud coming over to america america puts a different type of cloud up or they bust their cloud or so maybe they <laughs> you, you went in that was a cloud excursion <laughs> there <laughs> i got confused with which cloud oh so wait the german wait, Russia, uh, um, maybe they they haven't mastered it yet maybe they they're still working things out and because of that they can't because it could get too volatile. Like it's quite possible that they've already tried things and then so and so has happened. You know, flood somewhere or mm. whatever, and so they're like, "All right, we got to work out how, why, do you know what I mean, and when and all yeah. that." Um, because yeah, that's it's a crazy ass thing to think that there are people doing that. Yeah, and um, be, be, uh, like people actually being able to manipulate, like control the weather. Do you know what I mean? 
manipulate it somehow, fair enough. Like we do it with an umbrella. How about that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I can still blaze my zoo outside if I got an umbrella. If I ain't got an umbrella, I'm fucked, man. That's it. You know what I mean? No insurance on that. That's that's a act of God. No insurance on acts of nature. <laughs> Shout out to Cliff Richardson on that one, boy. But yeah, it's like, well, you know, I just wonder, how does that really work for them? Have they got like the anti-venom? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for breathing in all this shit or what? Up, yeah. mm. The strontium anti-venom. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, deep so thought. that depopulation agenda, Dimitri Wombat saying um, you can spray any type of poison on your own population at a certain height. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's the same as um, the um, the water thing. Do you know what I mean? Like the fact that there's a whole bunch of other stuff in the water apart from the water, which is all we want really. There could be that. And so... Um, but the similar thing spraying like, poison on your population that's what you're saying is that like some of their family must live below that poison somewhere, mm. you know, so. that's what I don't get do that's they just one like, day are they just got a mask on for a day or just say bring all their family put masks on yeah yeah it's a tricky one man that's a tricky one to really get your head around yeah and see that's what it's, it's well spraying us they're saying like uh, Mr. Green's asking, spraying us with what? And, you know, this, the the idea is that um, it's like these metals and they're meant to kind of be, I guess, you know, creating some kind of poison within us. Yeah. Or they are some for, form of poison within us. Um, so I guess what? The idea is that it's falling on the soil. So... Mm. Mixing up with the food we eat, and then yeah. on our, you know, on us somehow, or I don't know, but yeah, that's what makes me. I do question it. At the same time, um, I noticed, you know, what I mean, my windscreen was way more dustier than it was before that whole cloudy session we've had. Yeah, uh, how about that? I guess maybe the wind is blowing dust on it, though. Do you know what I mean? Is this? That's why it's tricky to really get your like kind of find the true answer to it, a lot of these things, man, because... And then you get them things like the clouds from the Sahara coming over when they're like, oh, there's all yeah. this red dust from the Sahara that came. Yeah. So doesn't that attract water? Because if you, if, if you ask me, sand appears to attract water because all beaches are made of sand. So there must be something about sand and water that, <laughs> <laughs> that they like being together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if there's sand blowing across from the Sahara, doesn't that just create loads of get water clouds? I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm just putting two and two together. I don't know. I think, um, nah, because the moisture comes from vapor. The sand is being blown by wind. It's not necessarily going into clouds, is it? It must be going pretty high up, though. It might, maybe it is getting trapped a little bit. I, I kind of I find you it hard that to... Was, I remember it raining like a red... When it hit the yeah. cars, it was like red, dusty. Was it rain. windy though? 
No, but I think they were saying that had blown over from the Sahara. It's like a red, dusty yeah. rain. When, so when it, it rained on my car, it's like red spots everywhere. Like. Maybe the clouds are thick enough that they can carry some of the dust or something like that. Because it's kind of weird. Because uh, my, my, from my understanding, water evaporates um, and then gets trapped in clouds and then drops somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and that, that's what we call rain. And so the dust thing... You know, uh, it's hard to imagine that dust somehow raises up with evaporation. Maybe it gets caught up in wind mm. up there and then manages to travel a bit with. But yeah, that, yeah, that's interesting. What's going on? IBM C's in the building. Yes, yes. All right. Blue saying the sea creates the sand by wearing down stones. Yeah, the sea creates the sand. Yeah, for sure, man. You know that. That means that once there was just all stones in. And no sound. Well, at one point yeah, in time. Point. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> it's all stones. It's true, though. <laughs> what were stones before? They're only big bits of sand. And what were stones before? Stones were a part of rocks, were <laughs> stones they? Stones were rocks. And then <laughs> rocks were mountains. Once there was just no, rocks. rocks were boulders. Rocks <laughs> Once there were was boulders. just boulders and sea. <laughs> Wouldn't it be mountains? It just slowly got smashed up. Into yeah, mountains. And, think about it. Mountains and sea. Yes, there was mountains. That's all you need. Yeah. Rock and water. <laughs> Man, they're, they're, man, they're out there talking about fire. Yeah, if it weren't for fire, mankind would be mad. What about rock and water, bro? <laughs> I think it's called sand as well because it's between the sea and land. So it's a combination Ooh. of the two words, sand. Ooh. You know what I mean? Somewhere between Buzz. sea and land. Buzz. Easy. <laughs> Dandolf, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? Low-level degree mason over here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Very low. Yeah. Right. I, haven't got even got, I haven't got into carving the stones <laughs> no. yet. I'm still confused about the stones themselves. Minus degrees up in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the levels. Yo, on that note, man, shout out to, and he's not a mason, by the way, but shout out to um, Conscious Minds TV. Our brother DVG, man, dropped a sick video. I think it was yesterday or the day before um, where he breaks down um, a bit more about um, the you know sort of synchronicities within Islam and uh, the Quran. So yeah, definitely check that out on his on his page, man. Conscious Minds TV. Big up Jason Clayton. What's going on, man? Yes, we're up in it. <laughs> what you know? Take note, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Stro Rogan boy. He's added Joe Rogan as well, just in case he's in the chat. <laughs> yeah, look, IBM sees is going off already. He says stones weren't rocks. <laughs> What were they? What were stones? What was where did stones stones evolve from then? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The evolution <laughs> of pe- evolution of sand. The, yeah, like, all right. Pebble though. Pebble We was rocks. <laughs> like you can it's safe to say like a pebble is just its own thing. I don't know. Yeah, huh? I don't know. I don't know. Is a pebble like a small a pebble's really like a big bit of sand. You look at loads of pebbles in one. If you looked at loads of pebbles from far away, you'd go, look at all that sand and get closer. It's pebbles. Like, yeah, to a giant. Pebbles giant, are yeah. The sand. They go on the pebble beach and they're like, oh, I feel it between your toes, the pebbles. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, yeah, that like you could kind of see the evolution, you know what I mean, of a mountain to a stone. But with pebbles, they're kind of, because a stone looks like it could have been broken off something. Yeah. Whereas a pebble just looks like it's like, yo, I'm here. Been bro. tumbled. Where, where, yeah. where are you from? Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. just look like, yeah, that's it's nice, perfect sort of Yeah, yeah. It's coating. Glo- it's like a global thing, pebble. Mm. It's just sort of been it could be from anywhere. If you if you examine the DNA in a pebble, 
you got if you extracted the DNA from it, you'd go, fucking hell, it's come from India. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Except you extracted the DNA from a pebble, you'd go, it's come from North America. <laughs> Ask Blue, did Blue, do pebbles have DNA? I think there were stones <laughs> that are from certain, like, uh, you know, like in um, New Zealand, it's the, um, what's it called? The uh, the green one. It's called the uh, Punamu or something like that. Oh, man, they're going to cuss me out for getting it wrong, man. But they've got a certain stone that's only from there. Mm. Yeah, like green. So there is that as well. Um, shout out to uh, Mr. Green, man. We're not saying that they control where sand <laughs> falls, by the way. I don't know where you got that one from. I think you got carried away with that one there. Well, we were just wondering how that works. Like, how does it work when sand does fall from the skies? Do you know what I mean? If you want to get deep, let's find out how do frogs end up falling from the skies. Yeah. Let's, you know what let's I mean? not even go, let's not even get started on why, why pebbles and, and little tiny sprat fish fall out of the sky sometimes. It's not... Let's just ignore that. Ignore the frogs. Let's ignore the one where they broke the stone open and there was a fossilised frog inside it. Let's ignore that. Because mm. we can't explain that even. No one can explain that. These are all things that are at the edges of of uh, science and, and understanding and people never talk about them. Yeah. They don't you know, crack a there. rock open and there's a frog in there. <laughs> crack rock. Crack frog, bruv. What are you going to do about that? I'll tell you what we're going to do right now, though. We're going to give a shout out to the Canisters UK. Because it is about that time we let you know. Whenever you need, there is a special, a very special plant that enables us to either calm down, to wake up, to relax, to get energized, to get into a thoughtful state. Or to go out there into the midst, into the darkness, you know what I mean? Try and find a light, boy. But when it comes to this plant, we were going to talk about the connection it has with us on the CBD side. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, now you know. As humans, as men, women, we have cannabinoids. Cannabinoid receptors. Cannabinoids, a.k.a. CBD, mother lovers. And you know what? The best place to get your CBD products would be from cannabisuk.com. Yeah. And I'm saying, CBD doesn't get you high, so don't worry about that if you're worried about the whole psycho, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, side, that side of it where you go, oh, I can't really. Nah, it's like, cool, man. This will relax you if you need it. Or it can pick you up if you need it, like a coffee, but without the hype. Like that one there. <laughs> it can deal with things like epilepsy, with pain. So if you've got like um, you know, a friend or somebody that suffers from epilepsy, maybe suggest to them. This is legal, so you know you don't have to worry. It can help with pain. Whether you got it in your joints, maybe in your muscles. You know what I mean? You can work that pain out, rubbing some of this CBD balm on. Arthritis, anxiety, depression, sleep disorders. Even acne, Parkinson's disease, nausea, vomiting, and many other conditions that you might not never know nothing about. Now listen, you can get this product. You can take it orally or you can rub it on topically. Get yourself some Belgian chocolates. 
uh, infused with either indica or sativa. You can get yourself 100% natural balm infused with sativa CBD. You can get yourself CBD sprays, both indica and sativa, or you can get the full spectrum, which is what I prefer myself. <laughs> and don't forget, of course, the chocolate stirrers. Believe me, ladies and gents, if you need a good night's sleep, the Belgian chocolate stirrers is something you need to keep. <laughs> Yo, so make sure you get on down to canasersuk.com. When you get to the checkout, you type in the acronym for the show, S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. That's Simna, S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. And you can get yourself 20% off any order from canasersuk.com. Mother lovers. Yeah. So Shout just, out to Gleam in the building. Uh, let me just show this. Uh, hold on. I'll just get this up. Because uh, uh, who's asking about it? Um, IBM C's. So here you go. The Mottram Frogstone. During the construction of Mottram Deep Cutting, a stonemason, always the masons, split a piece of stone and discovered the outline of a frog or a toad. It is believed that it crawled into a cavity in the stone through a small crack, then fed on insects until it was too large to escape. So they, they, they found what? that. I don't. Ah, that makes sense, though. Oh, here's that. Oh, here's the thing, man. I'll send it to you now. Um, And then there's this one. Uh, in 1865, Hartlepool Free Press reported that excavators working on a block of magnesium limestone taken from 25 feet underground near Hartlepool discovered a cavity within the stone that contained a live toad. The cavity was no larger than its body and presented the appearance of being a cast of the frog. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. A couple of wow. different fossilised frog stories. So how did that work then? Who knows? See? Because... Hmm, that would be something really good to look into. Because how does that work then? How does it even work that something becomes fossilized? Maybe, I don't know, maybe the way they think stone forms isn't the way it actually forms. Hmm. Wow. So a frog. Hmm. I guess what, so they, 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 what they were saying, yeah, if I get this right, there was a little cavity, the frog was small enough to get into it, and then it just kept eating stuff and grew. Apparently, yeah, that's, that's what they're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Green, Mr. Green's a uh, mainstream enjoyer, so he said he crawled in. So he, he just enjoys the mainstream solution. He crawled in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easier, isn't it? Yeah. When you think about it, it's really easier to. What could be what, Mr. Green? What could be the other option? Do you think? So yeah. we've got the one he crawled in. That's the one. That oh no, he told. said lol. He crawled in lol. You got to remember lol means yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know. In, uh, yeah, I'm saying it, but he crawled in. Okay, so yeah. let's let's have a little test. What could be the other option? Yeah, how does that work? Yeah. That a stone one, grows around, in. or that a, a a frog is found trapped inside a stone? Mice investigates. Uh, the uncommon sense is there. You, I think we're gonna have to really think about this one. Maybe get your, you know, pens and pads out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do some calculations. Start rain manning the right. So if, because uh, <laughs> that is a weird one. 
Like I'm thinking, I don't know, did Blue, shout out to Blue for in the building, did he clock at all? Maybe he's got an answer on that. How, um, how the hell does a frog get found inside stone? Then, then there's this one, mm. right? This isn't, this is another one. Hold on, because this is, this is quite an interesting one. Yes, as well. Turbo Tubalicious up in here. This, let me Salute. just load this other one up. All right. Another weird one. Yeah, this is strange. But you've all got to, you've all got to think about these and answer them. So this is a fossilized hat yeah, from Tasmania. A fossilized so they, hat. Yeah. So that hat is made of stone. What? What so is it? Hollow. It says uh, the hat is now on display in a mining museum on Tasmania's west coast. The quick forming stone hat. Uh, as in it's only um where does it say the miner's hat is rock hard it was found in a mine in tasmania where it had oh. been covered with water for more than 50 years oh so it's kind of crystallized over that time the chemicals in the water precip precipitated within the open structure of the felt material of the soft hat turning the stone hat the soft hat into stone by a process called calcification which means yeah. that solid calcium carbonate has impregnated the original felt material of the hat. Uh, so, but it's but it's a stone hat. Calcified, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's stone, so, and that took fifty years. So, that took fifty years to calcify. So, would we class calcifying as in turning into stone? Calcifying. It's a it's like a creationist thing, you know that they they yeah like, like yeah only it doesn't take as long as people think to form fossils and. That sort of thing, yeah. That's where I that's where I remember all this from, anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Because really, yeah, could you say that? Because they they saying it was a made of stone. You're like, what? But then it's like, well, actually, <laughs> you're saying that, but what really happened is um... <laughs> dinosaurs. Men were riding dinosaurs five thousand years ago. Uh, Gleam saying, look at Fulgurite. I'm just looking at it now. Stalactite. Yeah, stalactite grows. Stalactite grows, but that's that's a form of crystallization, no? Isn't stalactite because of water dripping as well? It's to do with... Yeah. There's a form of water yeah, dripping that. It must be like the salts in the water yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, Ful yeah, again, that's... Fulgurite is commonly called, commonly called fossilized lightning are natural tubes, clumps, or masses of sintered, vitrified and or fused soil, sand, rock, organic debris, and other sediment that sometimes form when lightning discharges into ground. Fulgurite. Mm. Wow. So it just fuses it or automatically just wow. in one strike. Yeah. Alchemy, boy. That's nature's alchemy right there. See. That reminded me of something else. Oh, I know what it was. But when you look at it, it, it doesn't look like it's something that's... Well, I guess it is quite solid and stays together, in it? It looked like it could be kind of brittle. And then there's these things. So you've got to explain these things as well. Um, so these are these are hilltop fortresses in Scotland that have just been, they've been, um, all the stone that they was made of has been melted and uh, turned to like a glass. So all of the walls of the castle are turned into glass. It's like something that breathed fire went up there and, mm. uh, you know, done the old Game of Thrones on them and 
Where's that to in find Scotland? Yeah, in Scotland. So this is this is one of them here. Um, wow. Yeah, vitrified forks. Whereabouts in Scotland are they? There's a few of them. There's like a, a few of them dotted around, but all of that mm. is like rock, you know, stone that the castle was built of has been sort of melted into glass. Wow. So it's taken really extreme temperatures to, to get it to turn it to glass. Damn. Or, you know, like glass-like. So I wonder if that's like, okay, so how long for that temperature as well, you know? Yeah. <coughs> I want, would that be then the last sort of, you know, heat wave that, because you know they're saying that temperatures have been way hotter before as yeah. well. Yeah. <coughs> there you go. That's one there. Close up one of them. <laughs> See, it's funny, man. The two people that are taking the mick out of it are coming up with the funniest answers. Uh, IBM Caesar's like Medusa, of course. That's how it turns into stone. Mr. Green's like magic. <clears throat> yeah. It's madness, boy. Mud flood, Tartarian era stuff. All right. Geometry Wombat's going there, boy. Tartaria. Man, there's so many different um, theories on that as well, man. It's quite tricky. Uh, the thing is, why does anyone need any other explanation than dragons for this? I don't... For this? The vitrified... Yeah. Vitrified... I mean fortresses why yeah. it's just dragons that's the only only thing you need to know about it is there's no <laughs> point in saying oh yeah but maybe someone burnt the castle down or yeah they did with a dragon that's all <laughs> that's all that's all you need to know well so you're saying that there's nothing else that could burn it like that you know to make it become no we know something that burns things like that <laughs> the dragon mm. Yeah, we already know. Well, what about, about all that? Like, oh, I guess that's oh, Game gleam, of Thrones. Plot twist, lava floods. All right, okay. Lava floods, <laughs> all right, all right, lava floods. No, I mean, you know. If, Mr. If, Green says a fire, but... Um, but what did, kind of fire? Well, they did They did try and... If you watch uh, Arthur C. Clarke, that program he used to do, they, they went to these forts and they tried to set a fire over a load of rock to see how long it would take to melt it. They went to the village, collected up all the old doors and pianos and everything, and they was burning this fire for three days, and they just couldn't even get it anywhere near what those uh, vitrified forts are. <laughs> yeah. Boy, all right. Uh, any other suggestions? Because, boy, I mean, lightning striking, that could, that could be, uh, um, you know what I mean? That could be something. That's, something yeah. could be there with that, lightning striking. Cause over and over again, like... Some sort of um, something happening in the solar system, sending lightning yeah. down to the ground, or. But there's a few of them. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, that's the other yeah. thing. It's like okay, so you're saying the same type of fires have been going on in all these different fortresses. Sixty. Wow, sixty. <laughs> there's sixty of them. Sixty ancient stone <laughs> forts in Scotland. Wow, with vitrified, was it? Vitrified. 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 Walls. With the stone melted into glass. That's deep. There are at least 60. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's Schmicky Schmidi, I'm telling you that. Boy, who the hell knows? 
Who the hell knows? And the, and the thing is about it as well is like, when? Do you know yeah. what I mean? When did that happen? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and how? Well, this is the other thing I was... I was going to say um, in regards to like other reasons why that could happen. Like, so what about, cause they, wasn't there some form of oil that people used to use in battle as well? That would, that yeah. used to light Greek up things. fire, was it? That thing. Yeah. And yeah. so maybe they've lost that, the like splatter how to that. make it. Yeah. And splatter that everywhere. And then that could, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Create that kind of heat maybe. Yeah. Cause you got to remember, man, like, you know, some of the stuff that we touch on, you know, shout out to Mem DVG and people yeah. like that, uh, Vinny B and all that, where we get into all of that um, sort of alchemy side of things. You got to remember that that was involved in a lot of like advance, advancements in mankind. You know, they might have been all right, try this. Like, we've been working on, the, uh, you know, in some esoteric form, this, and you, you do this sort of ritual means this. So let's try that and try and manifest it in some form of way. And then they do. And then there's some level of advancement where it, it could be that, like something that was blazing fire in some next way where people are like, yo, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Let's go. And they, they enjoyed it so much. Imagine that if you're burning some place down, like a castle or whatever, and the next minute this shit turns into glass. You're like, right, let's... Bro, let's try that again. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go try that again. Let me try that again, man. See, right? Did it work for you? Nah, nah. Oi, let's. Right. <laughs> you gotta do as well as you can. Bro. How many have we done now? Bruh, at least sixty, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. We better, we should probably stop now, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, repeated lightning strikes for real. That's what Jay Clay is saying. It's true. It's like, right? Is it? I mean, that could be, it could be, you know, over the, that, but how many, like, I'm wondering, like, how long a period of time is that going on? From when to when did all these places start getting licked like that? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows. Gematria Wombat, look up Star Forts. Did we do Star Forts at some point? I can't remember. Yeah, I think, um... Vinny, did Vinny do Yeah, something? Vinny might have touched on Star Force. Yeah, that's another weird one as well. The Star yeah. Force stuff is like, wow, why do they all look like that? Yeah. Everywhere as well. You know, the the one thing about like this sort of syncretizing, you know, where things seem to have quite a connection, you know, it always kind of leads me back to that whole, the idea that all the lands were one. You know, it was part of one land and then sort of slowly broke off. Yeah. And maybe that's why, do you know what I mean? So many connections are there. Because it does seem a bit like, um, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems a bit, I, I guess, crazy just because I've ne I, couldn't, I can't fathom it. I can't understand it. But it seems a bit crazy that all these things from so far away have these like little connections here and there and then. Yeah, there's like, uh, they all seem to have some ancient wisdom that kind of holds all of this, you know, they, they mm. understand all of it type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky, man. We'll never know. That's it. We'll never know, man. But it is fun trying to, you know, find out, like, question it. It is fun because mm. there, it seemed, there seem to be so many options, obviously. You know what I mean? I know not everyone's into like investigating that 
Yeah. None of my, you know, I don't really know a lot of people that are, but, you know, for people that do, it's quite fun. We're like, oh, right. Yeah. Like the other day, my friend was asking about who should they listen to and who shouldn't they? Because it was like they didn't, weren't sure who they should be getting the information from because there's some people I'm like, oh, yeah, they're just, you know, they're mm. a plant. They're like. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the answer is you've got to do your own. You've got to use your own common sense. Mm. Really, yeah. You have to find a pattern in these things. In in the in the people who are telling you stuff, you have to find the patterns. In, um, you have to understand people. You mm. have to try your best to understand people anyway, and look for the patterns. And if there's certain things that people say, or they stop at a certain point, or they're not willing to chuck out one part of their thing, they seem attached to that part of it, their theory or whatever. Yeah, you've got to wonder about those people. Mm. yeah and you've always got uh, I, I find like the best way is to also check their, the comments and all that on videos or whatever you're watching mm. or um, if it be like links you know like to um, articles and whatnot. because then you find like what type of crowd this person usually writes to and then you kind of get a bit more of an idea of who they are in a, in a weird way as well yeah um, because you, you could tell where, like whether people believe in one thing or not or you know, all that sort of stuff, then you get a bit more like, oh, okay, yeah, I get where this yeah. is going. And That's the other know, thing. There's a lot yeah. of time yeah. wasting that you can do if yeah. you're trying to investigate things, you know, and which is why I don't blame people who are like, oh, it's, it's whatever. Cause, um, but yeah, if you're into it, there is that thing of like, like you're saying, you, there's a level of discernment, which kind of takes patience as well. Yeah. You have to be willing to look at, the shit you might be, you know, you're like, oh, I mean, I'm not really into, oh, this person's voice is annoying or, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, get past all that and just get to the nitty gritty and then it's easier, man. It's easier, man. Mm. So, you've got some stuff. Shout out to Black Einstein in the building. we got some stuffs. So, last week, um, I mentioned about The AI. We were talking about AI, man. Uh, I think you lot were having fun with the whole AI thing. But it was bugging me after the show, through the week. I couldn't... I was talking about these articles um, regarding, you know, basically what these people can get up to when it comes to this AI stuff. And... Um, yeah, I was thinking like, right, where did I see it? Like, I couldn't find it for a while. It took me a few days. And then finally, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. And it, I just started really going through some of the stuff and reading it. And it's just like, yo, this is nuts, man. Like, where we're at now. Where, you know, all them people running away being, hey, I AI does this. And you know, AI. Bruv, it's, it's not that at all, man. This is taking you away from who you are. Do you know what I mean? Your abilities when it comes to creating things, uh, when it comes to like, you know, even using your memory, let alone just so many other avenues of artistry that this would take away from people. But that's just one side of it. Do you know what I mean? When it, the entertainment world or whatever. Then you can go into things like business you know, you go into science, like the medical world or, um, you know, environment or, you know, all these other things. 
and you've got like us out here as laymen not knowing any of it, like not understanding any of it, listening to the outlets that are available, that are, you know, at hand, telling us their version of events. They're getting their information from, we don't know who, <laughs> you know what I mean, related it to them. They, and that, you know, that entity's getting their information from, we don't know what, but bruv, when I'm telling you there's like, you know, companies out there that are like, you know, using, they're not using real people, they're using AI to um, create like studies, um, peer-reviewed studies. But not only that, the, the, the peers, the so-called peers that are reviewing these studies are also AI. And so they, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the whole mess of like, what? And the only reason, you know, people are finding out is because there are real people actually going through some of the papers and yeah. reading. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so let, there's um, an article on British Medical Journal. Let me share the screen in it so we can go through it a bit together. Sharing screen, yeah. Sharing screen. You share screen, yeah? Did I share screen? <laughs> Wait, did you share screen? Oh, press screen. All you got to do is press screen. All right, screen screen. All right, let me get it on the right. Yeah, man. Yeah, Firefox, isn't it? Right there, yeah. Okay, I should be sharing my screen now. You're sharing your screen, yeah? <laughs> right, I've got to move this here. <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you can't see all this, but I've got to move some stuff around because... I'm, I'm, I can crop out all your uh, stuff at the top. So oh, wow, you can do all that. That's nippy, isn't it? Right. Right, so look at this, man. On the British okay. Medical Journal blog. Go. It's on the blog, though. Do you know what I mean? So take that as you, you know, as you will. I don't know what that means exactly. Like, should it be on some, on the major part of it? You know, like the blog is just like, yeah, here's a little sign. <laughs> <just to give laughs> Stuff you, like, we're playing around with. Give, yeah, idea yeah. Just give it ticking over. Around. You know what I mean? Yeah, Keep our hand in it. Yeah, we've just been knocking these ideas around the office. <laughs> yeah. and not really, don't, don't know if they're even real. So it says here, time to assume that health research is fraudulent until proven otherwise. This is um, July 5th, 2023. Health research is based on trust. That's 100%, right? We go there and you trust that the doc is telling you the right things, telling you the things that are going to heal you. That's it. You don't know, you just trust that. You think you know. So health professionals and journal editors reading the results of a clinical trial assume that the trial happened and that the results were honestly reported, right? <laughs> but about 20% of the time, uh, said Ben Moll, professor of obstetrics and gynecology at Monash, was that Monash Health? Um, well, they would be wrong. As I've been concerned about research fraud for 40 years, I wasn't that surprised as many would be by this figure. <laughs> this is scary, man. But, let, <laughs> but it led me to think that the time may have come to stop assuming that research actually happened and is honestly reported and assume that the research is fraudulent until there is some evidence to support 
it having happened and been honestly reported. So the Cochrane collabora collaboration, which um, pervades trusted information, quote unquote, has now taken a step in that direction. And I remember somebody early with all of this, you know, um, pandemic stuff saying, oh, do you, have, do you check Cochrane? Do you have, you know, told me to look at Cochrane. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. Well, I went to check it. And this was like on the whole thing about whether, you know, the virus is like yeah. really there or not. And sent me to it. And it, uh, and, uh, and it was like, he, uh, his idea was that it was all independent. So it's more trustworthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then now you're hearing this. Seen, yeah. So as he described, so I'm carrying on. Um, as he described in a webinar last week, Ian Roberts, professor of epidemiology at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, began to have ad, um, doubts about the honest reporting of trials after a colleague asked if he knew that his uh, systemic review showing the manitol halved death from head injury was based on trials that had never happened. Wow. <laughs> he didn't, but he set about investigating the trials and confirmed that they hadn't ever happened. They all had a lead author who purported uh, to come from an institution that didn't exist and who killed himself a few years later, right? The trials were all published <laughs> in prestigious neurosurgery journals and had multiple uh, co-authors. None of the co-authors had contributed <laughs> patients to the trials and some didn't know that they were um, co-authors until after the trials were published. When Roberts, con uh, when Roberts contacted one of the journals, the editor um, responded that, quote, unquote, I wouldn't trust the data. Why? Roberts wondered. Did he publish the trial? None of the trials have been retracted. Imagine. That's a dangerous bit. <laughs> Imagine. So do you remember um, a couple of years ago, I think it was before like the COVID stuff, they were saying... Oh, there's loads of doctors who committing suicide, you know, committing suicide in in quotations. They were saying, "Oh, there's all these doctors that are researching this and that," and mm. then suddenly they turn up dead. And mm. so I wonder if that's if they even existed. Yes, all these doctors that were mm. turning up dead because he's just saying that the people who had conducted these trials were conducting them in institutions that never existed and mm. then they would turn up dead a few months later yo and yeah this is not us coming from us like this ain't no this is coming from something an established <laughs> outlet do you know what i mean so it's nuts it's nuts man as they say reputable so later roberts who headed one of the cochrane groups did a systematic review of colloids versus crystalloids, only to discover again that many of the trials that were included in the review could not be trusted. He is now skeptical about all systemic reviews, <laughs> particularly those that are most reviews um, of multiple small trials. He compared the original idea of systematic reviews as searching for diamonds, Knowledge that was available if brought together in system, systematic reviews. Um, now he thinks of systematic reviewing as searching through rubbish. He proposed that small, singular central center trials 
should be discarded, not combined in systematic reviews. So, you know, I mean, we'll dodge the hijack a little bit because it sounds like they're just trying to... Yeah, it's just a little... You know what I mean? It's not as much as... Yeah, it's not the big ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the big studies. You should trust them. (sighs) Rav. Um, So, Mole Like Roberts has conducted uh, systematic reviews only to realise that most of the trials included either were zombie trials that were fatally flawed or were untrustworthy. What he asked is the scale of the problem. The scale of the problem. How large is this? Like, how much is this happening? Like, how many people uh, are just reading, like, the headline? You know what I mean? Just think of it like the papers. Obviously, it's not the same thing, but people read the headline and they think they know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? And these lot, they're all, like, busy, got their schedules, whatever. They're just like, yeah, okay, this says um, so-and-so causes so-and-so. Uh, it's been peer-reviewed 2,400 times or whatever. Cool. Yeah, I'm just... Go- yeah, so apparently this is what happened. You know what I mean? It's as simple as that. <laughs> I'm just reading on while you're talking. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... There is some... You lot have got to listen to this. I don't know if you really understand the uh, the seriousness of it. It's nuts, man. <laughs> it's It's absolutely bonkers. The scale of the problem. So although restrictions are increasing, only about 0.04% of uh, biomedical studies have been retracted, suggesting the problem is small. Suggesting. Whenever they say words like that, you always got to remember that. Just the, that's the little... Suggesting. Yeah. yeah. That's just a suggestion. It might not be. But. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but. But. In the next slide. Yeah. <laughs> but the anaesthetist... John Carlisle analyzed 526 trials submitted to anesthesia yeah, and found that 73, so 14%, had false data, right? And 43, which was 8%, he categorized as zombie um, when he was able to examine individual patient data in 153 studies there were 67, which is 44%, had untrustworthy data. 44%, that's nearly half. And um, 40, were, which is 26%, were zombie trials. So many of the trials came from the same countries, like Egypt, China, India, Iran, Japan, South Korea. That's what I was talking about um, last week, and Turkey. And, you know, so it's interesting that it, these sort of countries, isn't it? You know, that's why it wasn't that hard to forget it's like oh that's interesting like egypt china india iran japan south korea hmm. like places where a lot of techie sort of stuff goes down in it you know what i mean people get their techie stuff done for cheap um um so and when um john leonidas ianidas uh, uh, yeah ianidas Um, A professor at Stanford University examined individual patient data from trials submitted from those countries to anesthesia. During a year, he found that many were false. (laughs) 100% in Egypt, 75% um, in Iran, 54% in India, 46% in China, 40% in Turkey. 25% 25% in South... Come on, man. In South Korea and 18% in Japan. See, most of the trials were zombies. Ioannidis concluded that there were... Um, that there are 
hundreds of, of thousands <laughs> of zombie trials published from those countries alone. And others have found similar results. Um, and Mole's best guess is that about 20% of trials are false. Very few of these papers are retracted. You know what I mean? That's his best guess. Just remember that. His best guess is 20%. It, uh, it's doubtful that he's going to go out there and say like, 80% of them are probably, you know, or whatever. Like, but man, just think about that. Do you know what I mean? The amount of stuff that's out there that's got people biting their fingernails off, worried, this, that, and the third, got people out there thinking they're just doing their work. I've got to read this for the, for the new, and today's news is, you know, everyone's spreading that. We don't even know what's what anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, come on, this is, yeah, yeah, I don't even need to get into all that. So we have long known that peer review is ineffective at detecting fraud, especially if the reviewers um, start, as most have until now, by assuming that the research is honest reported, honestly reported. So I remember being a part um, or being part of a panel in the 90s investigating one of Britain's most outrageous cases of fraud um, when... When the statistical reviewer of the study told us that he had found multiple pr problems with the study and only hoped that it was better done that it was um, reported, we asked if he ever considered that the study might be fraudulent and he told us that he didn't. Or he hadn't, sorry. So we've now reached a point where those doing systematic reviews must start by assuming that a study is fraudulent until they can have some evidence to the contrary. Some supporting evidence comes from the trial having been registered and having ethics committee um, approval. Andrew Gray, an associate professor of medicine at the University of Auckland and others have developed a checklist with around 40 items that can be used as a screening tool for fraud. So they, you know, I think like um, what they're saying is that they've, they've come up with AI systems that can now detect the AI as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first system you should have developed. The reappraised checklist, research governance, ethics, authorship, plagiarism, research conduct, <laughs> analysis and methods, image manipulation, statistics, errors, data manipulation, and reporting. Covers issues like ethical oversight and funding research productivity and investigator workload, validity of randomization, plausibility of results and duplicate data reporting. That's a lot of shit right there, boy. The checklist has been used to detect studies that have been subsequently, uh, be, that have subsequently been retracted, but hasn't been through the full evaluation <laughs> that you would expect for a clinical screening tool. But I must congratulate the authors on a clever acronym. <laughs> Some say that dreaming up the acronym for a study is the most difficult part of the whole process. <laughs> yo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen to that, man. Like, I want to try and find a bit where they talk about, um, I'm not sure if it is this one, but they actually go into the story, there's like a story behind someone who um, 
whose name was used in one of these sort of studies, but then uh, what was it? Or something to do with them disappearing or let me try and find it, man. But yeah, you get the idea now. So you can see how this sort of stuff is is happening. And it's madness, man. That literally is madness. Like, who, you know, who who can you trust in that type of world? <laughs> Not the computer. <laughs> All right, let me see. I'm going to have a look at this article. Oh, yeah, this one's got some hijacks in there. Um, you got to, as some people say, dodge the hijack. Yeah, I think it's the other one. Yeah, man. What a world. All right, so we'll, let's just carry on with this one. Where are we at? The whole process. Right. right so Robert. So let's just give a others. breakdown for for uh, the chat. Yeah. So it's just a little summary of what so the hell. That was uh, Richard. That was by Richard Smith, who was editor of the British Medical Journal until 2014. That's who had written that piece in. Um, what was that? That was in the BMJ, was it? As well? Yeah, that was in the BMJ oh, blog. Oh, yeah, the blog. So yeah, I'll sorry, send yeah. that to you. Yeah, I've got it up here. Mm. And what they were basically saying, that was from 2021 as well. So although everybody's just got on the chat GPT thing now, what they're saying is that there's been zombie stuff, what they're calling zombie studies, which is whole studies written by, by AI. Yeah. So no one's even had a hand in, well, they've had a hand in turning the computer on and telling it what to write, I guess. But they've made up patients, studies, um, findings, conclusions, all the rest of it. And, um, yeah, and uh, so... They, they've concluded that there's something like 20% of all these studies. Yeah, They're that's what... Completely made up. That's what the British Medical Journal was saying. That's, and, obviously, and that's just the BMJ, yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, I say obviously, but, you know, my sort of understanding would be that they're not going to make it too much of a thing because, you know what I mean, that could mess up. Yeah. But, but like you said, these are all countries where probably they're farming out technology to these countries as in the <coughs> the places where they're doing the research are all are all off they're all offshore and possibly in order to impress the companies that are giving them money to do the research mm. they're just basically making stuff up to just be like yeah we're we're definitely doing shitloads of work for all that money you're giving us mm. wow do you think it could possibly be... something like that's happening isn't it so they're just so they're just trying to get results, and the only way they can really do it on the level that they're being asked to do it by like Pfizer or by you know these people who are putting all these demands on them 
that they have to like then start farming some of this work out to AI. Oh, wait, I've got to... Uh, IBM sees AI does the science now, basically broke it down into five words for you. Yeah. AI does the science now, <laughs> yeah. for real. That's why there's 56 genders. <laughs> so AI is just like, yeah, I, I can't really make my mind up how many there are. It's like, what, what really, uh, <laughs> what would really make sense, do you think? What do you think would make sense? Maybe uh, just do 56, because it's like, you know... <laughs> It's an interesting know. number. It, it could be two. It could be fifty-six. <laughs> so we're, we're, let's go. Let's go to high end. Man, Gleam saying the re the reproductibility, reproducibility crisis mainly in social sciences. Yeah, this was a, a, a psych, uh, psychology and social uh, sociology, wasn't it? found that only 30% of previous experiments naturally assumed as fact could be confirmed today. The others could not be reproduced. So there's all sorts of reasons for that. Obviously. What's that? That's 30%? Only could be, only 30% could be, as could be confirmed. Um, so they've redone loads of old studies and they couldn't really get the same findings for them. Um, yeah, but obviously in the last 70 years, there's been a big shift towards pushing information in a certain direction and like denying some of the other stuff mm. because of what happened 70 years. Because of, the, because of the big event that happened before this 70 years, mm. there's been like a, a push towards trying to sort of find like a reason for that thing happening and then like a sort of, you know, oh, you think so, yeah. Not confirming anything that happened during that time mm. as like that's all pseudoscience. So we just got to get rid of all of that understanding mm. of the world and we have to start again with a new version of truth, you know, to the point where we are now, where we're in this world where they call it post truth. So they're like, <laughs> anything can be true. <laughs> Is if that you what think it's that? true, it's true. I think it's true, oh, it's true. It's wow. different post truth. It doesn't matter what's true. Jeez. Man, they're just trying to change the definition up. You see that? Dodge that hijack. Why? That's what yeah. we're talking about. That's the hijack. They were like, oh, anything is true. There's no such thing as truth, actually. It's I've your done... truth. It's my truth. Yeah. It's their truth. It's her truth. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, truth. Right. <laughs> yeah, we truth. You truth. Everybody <laughs> truth, truth. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> you ain't getting me with that one there, bruv. <laughs> you ain't getting me with that one there. Right. I mean... Yeah. So yeah, let us know how you lot are feeling in the comments about all of this, man. Because yeah, it is quite, um, you know, what I mean, it's a, one of them headbangers where you're just like, what? But yeah, this is from um, this is I, IBM C's. There you go. Alethon it's news. like a cowboy town where there's only the fronts of all the buildings. Yeah, Westworld. Wow. So, IBM C's. With the, I wish I had the bot. Damn. <laughs> I w nah, maybe not a Westwood bomb, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll drop a bomb for that right there, for real. Maybe, uh, maybe you could have uh, uh, Gordon the Gopher. No, hang on. No, no, not Roland. Not, no, not no. Philip Schofield. Uh, uh, was <laughs> Philip Schofield with Gordon the Gopher? <laughs> I can't. Was he? I, I, I thought he was. I yeah, in my what head, bruv. Yeah, I was Gophered up, boy. Phil's Gophered up, man. We just love, love a little bit. Yeah, Philip Schofield. Yeah. We've got Gordon the Gopher. Yeah. Jeez, bruv. 
Yeah. <laughs> someone's done, insane, man. Someone's done a video, Pray for Gordon. My thoughts are with Gordon to go for it this difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Boy, anybody can get it. That's the thing, man. Yo, now, all us 80s baby, all the people that grew up in them, that era where it was like, you golden know, golden era, BB, yeah, golden era of them, children's uh, entertainment, golden era of children's entertainment. You better hope you weren't too entertained, because some of you lot got to feel it, man. There's, I know there's people like feeling it now when Philip Schofield are like, damn, yeah. really, bruv? What? Like, hey. All the posters that you, you know, you had on your walls. Yeah. Jeez, man. Philip Schofield poster. He's like, yo, the Gary Glitter poster, Rolf Harris. <laughs> You know what I mean? Prince Andrew. I know <laughs> Prince, Prince Andrew, Andrew poster. You've got the Prince Andrew poster, boy. <laughs> Fess up now. <laughs> Let's get into this one, man. From uh, Alifo News. 436 randomly generated peer-reviewed, quote-unquote, papers published by Springer Nature. So um, the publisher Springer Nature has released an um, expression of concern in quotation marks, for more than 400 papers uh, they published in the Arabian Journal of Geosciences. All these papers supposedly passed through um, both peer review and editorial control, yet no expertise in geosciences is required to notice the problem. Where aren't we so lucky? <laughs> so look, just, this is it. Um, this is the paper here, and they're showing like some of the weird stuff going on. Um, research on um, coastal atmospheric change and Latin dance performance based on target detection network. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> you know, so if you could be bothered, obviously, if you read, you can pause the video or whatever, but um, have a read through. But <clears throat> so, you know, I'll start off at the top. It says in recent years, with the progress of industrialization, human demand for natural resources has increased China's environmental degradation and the management and treatment of volatile organic pollutants, etc., will not only become the cause of ozone pollutions, but also have a huge impact on human health. In response to this, in response to this problem, China issued the 12th five-year plan uh, on air pollution prevention and management in major regions in 2012. So, you, you know, you get the idea there. This is all talking about that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'll finish off <laughs> this paragraph here. So establishing uh, a monitoring system of volatile organic pollutants in major industries and improving the emission standards for volatile organic pollutants. Next sentence. Latin dance <laughs> is a dance sport introduced to China in 1980. And now China holds Latin dance competitions every year. From an aesthetic point of view, Latin dance is a kind of <laughs> artistic performance. Skilled Latin dance dancers during the <laughs> skilled Latin dance dancers during the performance can bring wonderful beauty to the you know <laughs> yeah it just flips into that. Uh, so um, the uh, article carries on. The paper can't decide if it's about organic pollutants or the beauty of Latin dancing and switches instantly from one to the other halfway through the abstract. The publisher claims this went through about two months of review, during which time the editors proved their value by assigning it helpful keywords. <laughs> um, the keywords, target detection, coastal atmosphere, Latin dance, performing arts research, 
Um, if you're intrigued, um, the article continues, if you're intrigued by the fusion of environmental science and fun hobbies, you'll be overjoyed to learn that the full article <laughs> will only cost you about £30. You know what I mean? Ain't no thing but a chicken uh. And here, oh, uh, sorry, and there are many more available if that one doesn't take your fancy. So this is going to be a new thing, isn't it? People like, they're going to stop buying comics and all that. Or, <laughs> Reading you know, these signing studies. With, yeah, they're going to be, oh, if you read this one, look. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah, so here's a few. Anyway, as you can see, if you feel like clicking on, you can. You can read um, distribution of earthquake activity in mountain area based on embedded system and physical fitness detection of basketball. Or... Detection of rare earth elements in groundwater based on SAR, SAR imaging algorithm and fatigue intervention of dance training. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> so, you know, because no one's bothered to check it. It's like security guard at, you know what I mean? It's just chilling. Like security guard at the petrol stations. It's like, yo, managers come to get a petrol pay done. I'm good. I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? No, they're, not, they're not looking at all of this to check. To just to make sure. And the worst, what's worse about it is that someone's getting paid. You see that there. Like, people probably, you know, there's professors, whoever, pay, yeah, I'll just buy a few of these peer studies and, you know, I'm not going to read it, but it's just that I've got it there so I can yeah, reference them. Yeah. It's like, yo, levels, man. In August, we wrote about the phenomenon of nonsensical, tortured phrases that indicate the usage of thesaurus-driven paper rewriting programs, probably mm. the work of professional science forging operations called paper mills. Thousands of papers have been spotted using this technique. The true extent of the problem is unknown. In July, I reported on the prevalence of photoshopped images and Chinese paper forging efforts in the medical literature. Mm. Pa papers are often found that are entirely unintelligible. For example linked to this paper or this one, whose abstract ends by saying, clean the information for the preparation set for finding valuable highlights to speak to the information by relying upon the objective of the undertaking. A random stream of words that means nothing. What the fuck yeah. is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> um, there's so exactly like what's going on and where does it come from? Um, there's a story about so... Um, all right, so they're saying that um, they know randomly generated papers can be published because it's happened hundreds of times before. Perhaps the most famous example is something called SciGen, a program that generates random computer science research papers, including graphs, figures, and citations using context-free grammars. Uh, it was created in 2005. <laughs> yeah, 2005. <laughs> Nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> Nearly a generation ago. Bam. By MIT grad students as a joke. So they say. Created in 2005 by MIT grad students as a joke with the aim to maximize amusement rather than coherence. SciGen papers are buzzword salads that might be convincing to someone unfamiliar with computer science, albeit only if they aren't play paying attention. If you aren't playing the game, bruv. If you're not playing the game, then you don't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? 
something you might not never know nothing about right there. Why? Why? It's craziness, man. I want to find the article with... Um, I'm going to pause share there and just see if I can find right. the one. Have you got it? You've got the the one... I think it's on that... Daily Skeptic. Yeah, I think it's on there where it goes into the whole... Um, there was a story where, you know, this um, scientist, I think, had to come out and say, like, yo, that's not me, actually. Mm. But it just goes to show, man. Yeah, this is it. I think this might be it. <laughs> it just goes to show the level. Like, where, where can they go with this now? You know, and not, not, don't forget, like, so you got this, where this is more or less scripts can be made, and then you've got the whole voice thing, and then you've got the whole, you know, they're working on the whole um, image thing, you know, like trying to make people actually look real um, on the screen and whatnot. Yeah. Using AI. It's like, yo, <coughs> where can we go with this, boy? Hmm. Oh, I don't think it is this one. Nice one, JM. Trash Island. Nice no, one, man. JM. What's going on, bruv? Yes. Good to see the people in the building, man. Something you might not never know nothing about. Myself, my Stiggy, Dan DNA. We've been going in on the AI. The whole thing is a bit crazy when you, you know, we're looking at like, um, just like this whole thing about science peer reviewed papers being made up by AI and then peer reviewed by AI. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, who, where's the damn intelligence coming? Who programmed these things? Do you know what I mean? AI. Like, what the hell do they know? Like, what are they, it's just crazy, man. And so, yeah, people have been finding out about, these sort of, a lot of people have been investigating and finding out that, wow, um, quite a few of these papers are not actually written by anyone. They're not real. It's like, how can that happen, man? <laughs> like, how can that happen, really? How do we allow that? I think that's the scary part as well, is the fact that um, it's like, yo, <laughs> you know, you lot got to start relying on this shit, you know. You got to rely on this artificial <laughs> intelligence like this is your thing you know this is like don't try and put it down and act like you, you're not part of this you know it's like we're being forced to in some form of way no, I don't want to know that man you know what I mean I'm still good with my analog this looks like bobs. this looks like a good this um it's on that uh daily skeptic it's uh an article they link to uh, if you're getting worried about pending mass unemployment in the creative arts, try reading Gary Marcus to get a sceptical view and see examples of where the AI breaks down. Um, and then it's like a whole article about... You can't read it because you have to be subscribed or whatever to it. Um, but yeah, about when everyone was going mad about this AI. Oh, look how good it is and all that. And he's going to break it down and show you why. Yeah, it's nothing to worry about. Oh, well, that's not that good. Yeah, it's not as good as you think it is. 
the summary is that they struggle with all forms of logical reasoning and structure, ironically so, given that they're computers. It must also be noted that the firms behind these models are seriously limiting access to them with the excuse that they tend to generate images displeasing to woke ideology. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're also imposing many rules on what examples people are allowed to reshare and prevent sceptics from testing them deeply. Gary Marcus can't get direct access to these models and has to go via friends, a problem almost certainly caused by his reliably sceptical stance. We should be wary of getting too excited about these new capabilities whilst we can rely only on claims by the developers and their friends. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, relying on them is not the not the one, mate. Until you know, I, yeah. Anyway, people know how I feel about that. It's like for, when there's a mess, like they're already fucking up from the, from the jump. Like we're hearing about this all coming from all the way back in two thousand and five. Fuck knows what's happened before then. That's just when they've found out. Like, yeah. oh, hold on a minute. Do you know what I mean? So wherever we're at now. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, but trusting it, only a fool could trust such a thing. Do you know what I mean? And the, and the people making them, uh, <clears throat> the way AI thinks is the way they think. So you've also got to take that into consideration. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's, with, well, that's the thing dealing for with me. humans that already think this way. Yeah, so, and that's the thing. It's like when they're programming this yeah. thing, the AI, they're programming it with their idea of how things work or yeah. with their narrative or with, the, you know, it's like someone wants to make a p computer game. They want to make it how they, oh, this is the story and this is how I want it to look. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's their world. That's their, and this is what, this is what they can create with all of this sort of stuff. Is a world and draw you in, draw you all the way in so you don't even know what reality is anymore. You know, I don't know if any of you lot are mad gamers or whatnot, but, there are people out there, man, where they live, they've got a whole new life mm. in that gamer's world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it seems like the AI, the idea of the AI thing and, and, you know, this sort of augmented reality stuff is to kind of draw more people into that. Like, yeah, this is, look, this could be you. You yeah. know, where they're spe actually spending money on um, um, <laughs> real estate and, you know, all this crazy stuff, like ooh, I say real money, but you know, the fiat currency, they're spending that on real estate in this virtual world. And yeah. Insane. Insanity, my friends. But yeah, all right. You lot get the idea, man. We'll post some of the articles in the um, chat and in the description as well, so you can have a little gander. But yeah, I thought that would be, you know, something people might be very interested in because uh, it makes you wonder. You know what I mean? It just makes you wonder, like, yep. what else are they flipping on us? And it also helps you understand how, like, you know, we saw it there on, like, a pretty well-established um, website, do you know what I mean, in that field. And, you know, what I'm trying to say is, like, for it to be, for them to mention that, it's obviously happening, and it's just, like, on what type of scale? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And fr um, from where? Where does that hand, who's the hand pressing those buttons and whatnot? But then you understand how then everybody can believe it. Everyone. No one's going to, um, you know, question it because the people they trust have believed in it and then they're spreading this word. So that's how 
these things can happen where people are like, oh, do you really think that everyone's... So everyone's in on it. It's like, nah, they might not even know. They're just going with what they've been told. It's as simple as that. Like I say to people, like, you know, unless you're the boss or you're part of the, you know, upper echelon. But I'm always like, do you know what the, you know, head of the board right now at your workplace, do you know what they're discussing? Do you have any idea what communicate? <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't. You just do what they say. Yeah. Like, they tell you to do this and you just do it. You don't know the hidden reason why or whatever, like even that there is some hidden reason why. You don't know. You just do it. And that's how the thing works, man. But this is just on that crazy ass scale where even we're involved in it. All right, I'll stop sharing now because you know what I'm saying? I think you lot understand what we're talking about anyway. We're going to keep going. More, the more we find on it, the more we'll just keep going in every now and then. But we'll just collate everything and slowly start putting together like a, a big... A big picture. Yeah, man. Like, it it's really is. Easy Vinny B in the building. What's going on, bruv? Yes, man. I was just watching one of your videos before we got started, man. Yes. Yeah, man. Very, 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 very deep, man. That whole that whole side of things where it, it feels like, um, do you know what I mean? What type of reality have we been in then? Like, who's... You know, when they say this is all of a... Uh, <laughs> hologram and a projection it's, it's like yo it could well be to, uh, if, if we've okay so there's there's a virus out you know what i mean type all of this stuff in there and then what does it spit back at you all right yes we'll, we'll just do that that should work like, how can we even, well but even down to the thing of like um hi ai what's happening in the world oh uh, there's a virus out what yeah, there's a virus out. It started in China. Oh, the AI chat should be too. The AI said there's a virus. Wow. Uh, you know, how do we know? How do we? Do, how do we even know what wow. they? What they? You know, what these things are coming out with? Wow. So what should we do? AI lock yeah. everything down. We should lock do? everything down. The AI said, look, how yeah. much are they letting it run their life? Jeez, boy, we're going down that one. The AI rabbit hole, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a dangerous world, man. Yeah. Digital rabbit hole. He's made his own. He's made his own rabbit hole for politicians and elites to go down. I think that's the, um, you know, but it, it's kind of like it's going to be a very tricky thing to get the whole world to believe in this thing that you know. It's like a, it's just this thing that's no. It's not really part of you, is it? It just gives you this information. But to try and make this like okay now. This is you, yeah. This yeah. is, and everything you do, you have to do by this. This is it. Yeah. It's like, come on, bruv, really? You know, it just feels like a real stretch to try and try and do something like that. But man, it's happening. Do you know what I mean? Can't say it's not happening, boy. Like the way the, <laughs> some of these mother lovers out here, they ain't looking at nothing else but what their phone shows. Bam! Here, look at this. Look at it. You know, like not thinking like maybe my phone. Yeah, maybe they're trying to make sure that this is what I look at as opposed to. The other stuff, which is, which those guys who were happier over there, they seem, seem to be, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, fear got them like a mother lover, boy. Um, so Gleam says, Lancashire are one step ahead of the rest of the world as they are already onto official intelligence. Ask them any question and they agree. They say, oh, I, <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> put on. Um, 
Gematria Wombat says, Peer Reviewed is a bunch of people in open toe sandals that are employed by a publishing company. Um, I can see no bias there. <laughs> However, it's not part of the scientific method. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, from my understanding, is like the idea is them for them to keep scrutinizing um, the study to I make sure that's what science was. Yeah, is to to keep making sure that it is that you know that that the outcome is the absolute outcome. Do you know what I mean? But man, we can see already, man, they've gone in on twisting and turning and you know what I mean, pulling and stretching and. This is a whole different world, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it's uh, you know, I think it's interesting um, that it's things like that are able to happen, and it's not out there. Obviously, you know, we know why, but it's not out there in the mainstream news. Um, it's more on you know blogs and do you know what I mean, like websites that people will, will suggest are more um, about uh, conspiracy theories and whatnot. Um, but that sort of stuff is really important because um, as we always like talk about, you know, it, it could put people in a state of fear um, for no reason. You know, some people think, no, they, they probably think we're extreme with some of our thoughts on and ideas on, you know, health and whatnot. But um, do you know what I mean? Imagine the people that really are locked into this mainstream way of thinking. Mm. Am, I, am I flashing? Yeah, I'm flashing like a mother. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bit of a matrix thing going on. Yeah, right. Well, the gremlins, they know, boy. Once we start getting into the realness, innit? Yeah. That's it. That's how the gremlins go on, man. But yeah, um, what was I saying? Oh, I lost it now. Uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought with that. Or is that what the gremlins were doing? <laughs> Someone in the chat, if you can remember what the I train was of thought talking was. Talking about the fact that, uh, I mean, you know, but it's basically the level of real levels of reality. I think we're already in a place now where people, you know, you talk to people, you could tell, all right, the level of reality they can get to, you know, in terms of conversation or whatever. There's that thing. But now with this whole AI and digital world and, you know, trying to live your life through that, man, that's, it's just, there's piles and piles. There's more, mm. way more levels now of how much people can be twisted and turned into um, whatever kind of creature they want you to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But yeah, man. Yo, you lot, make sure you go check out Vinny B Planted Seeds channel as well, man. He's got some gems on there. I really enjoyed some of the stuff I've been watching on there, man. Um, Great video with um, Andrew Kaufman um, and uh, oh, I forgot what the crew name was. Uh, the Sarucci team, is it? Team Sarucci, that's it. Team Sarucci, yeah, man. But yeah, that was a really good show there. Um, you lot should check that out. And um, of course, do you know what I mean? I've got to give you lot, if anyone's going to be in the Bristol area, I gotta give you like a little word on what's going on this Saturday. Yeah, it's this Saturday. But I don't know if anyone's gonna be about because you look you know always busy, man. Yeah, this Saturday I'm gonna be at the attic bar. Saturday, third of June, catch myself and DJ Lock down there. Alongside um support from Mr. Woodnote and Lil Reese. 
Chris Monkey, DJ Bones, um, Chango in the full moon. Do you know what I mean? That's doors open from 8.30. It goes on till 2 a.m. And only £5 on the door. So you know what I mean? Stokes Croft crew will see you there, mother lovers. Saturday, 3rd of June. Yeah, that's this Saturday. I'm going to be live. Attic Bar. Make sure you mother lovers get on down there. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, we need to try and get someone in. I think people are scared, D, though, to talk about this whole crypto stuff now. They don't really want to go in anymore. Because it has been, there's been a lot of tricky stuff going on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a few twists and turns. A bit in dicey, the, yeah. as they say. Yeah. It's not where it was a year ago. Like, there's not as many people bragging to me about crypto now. Now, I'm seeing more bots. It'll be like bots, bot farm. Farm, 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 yeah, oh yeah, farm, yeah, definitely out to farm your opinion farm, on the old farm, 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 Bank of England statement on central bank digital currency. The Bank of England and the HM Treasury have today announced a joint creation of central bank digital currency task force. Yeah. Oh, God. Your screen yeah. is just flicking. Yeah, on it. But it's only in OBS. It's, farms, it's, not, bruv. it's only in OBS it's happening. It's not uh, happening on the actual... Oh, no, it is. It is, man. No, it's not happening on mic on the cameras coming in. It's, it's happening oh. on OBS. So it's not happening before there. So it must be something to do with this computer. Yeah, okay. That's because we're on a different page with no sound on it. Okay, let me just get... Don't worry about it. Is it back on the... No, we're back on screen again. Oh, and okay. And it's not flashing now. Um, yeah, sorry. All I was saying was that there's a, that there's a the consultation for um, the Bank of, Bank of England digital currency 
is out so you can go and uh, <laughs> let them know why you think it's a bad idea. Yeah, boy. I mean, yeah, once they start putting the word out like that, boy, that's when you know that's where they want to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's where they want to go. But fuck that shit, boy. Give me my shekels, mate. Give me my pans and me, you know what I mean? My yeah. notes and my shekels, mate. I'm all good with that, boy. I don't mind a little bit of, you know what I mean, using the card here and there, but boy. See, what? You're going to go digital currency when you're already talking about um, you know, like digital attacks, and now there's this AI business going on where it's, it's like, yeah, well, let alone I gotta keep plugging this in to charge it up. Nah, you're all right, bruv. Nah, you're all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, we back, yeah. It's still flashing. I've just, hey, I think right, I've just, on, I think on, I've know why it's flashing. It's all right. I think it's because Zoom was still running. Yeah, apologise for that. Somewhere. We apology, um, apologies yeah, from us for, uh, uh, for that there, you know what I mean? Um, uh, what, are you, what is it if you have uh, epileptic seizures or whatever? Sorry about the flashing. Yeah, we do apologise. Um, if you do have epilepsy, though, here at CanisersUK.com, do you know what I mean? Um, which reminds me, I've got to give a shout out um, to uh, Richie and Torrain. You know what I mean? Big celebration coming up. They are getting themselves married, mother lovers. That's right. So we got to give them a big shout and uh, hope the celebrations go really well. On that note, we got to shout them out in the form of the cmosboss.co.uk, mother lovers. Yes. That's right. Organic Irish moss gel with 92 minerals in it. It's an immune booster. It expels mucus. Mucus carries out all your toxins. So, very helpful for you. Um, you can get yourself other products from the sea as well. Things like uh, Atlantic Spirulina, Atlantic Wakami, Bladderack Flakes, Dulce as well. Also, <laughs> now you've got to keep doing that. You can get yourself um, the kelp salt. Um, also, the sea spice, very good seasoning, uh, and sea spaghetti as well. They've also got um, these new bits, uh, which are bath soaks, um, very good for the skin. I've tried them, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna, you know what I mean? I ain't afraid to put it out there. I've tried, I do have a little bath every now and again, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you've got to yeah, have, yeah, a, yeah. have a bath every yeah, man. Well, you know, people just shower. Some people are like, no, I'm not into baths, man. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm buff now and again. But yeah, I tried it and it was really good, man. So I think people should definitely go out there and do that. Um, speaking on um, benefits of uh, sea, various different sea vegetables, um, it's a basically it's a mineral powerhouse, you know what I mean? Depending on which uh, sea vegetable you go for, there are various types of minerals and vitamins available for the body to absorb. So things like dulse um, can contain, um, you know, excellent amounts of calcium, potassium, magnesium, iron, iodine, manganese, copper, chromium, zinc. You've got vitamins like A, B1, B2, B3, B6, B12, C and E. Do you know what I mean? That's levels. That's like powerhouse food right there. They've also got the wakami, as I mentioned. 
um, which contains many of those minerals I mentioned, as well as A, B2, C, D, and K. So, you know, you get to find out, like, wow, there's way more to this than I thought. You know, it isn't just a little bit that I had here at the Chinese restaurant or whatever. It's like, you know, levels. And so um, there's a lot more to that. But what I wanted to say was that um, the fact that um, these sea vegetables from the Irish boss, um, Irish, sorry, the sea moss boss, uh, come from, you know, a certain part of the coast, which is very clean. Uh, they grow organically, and so they're wildcrafted. So, you know, they're not, like, taught how to grow. They do it themselves. They survive through those rough seas themselves. So that also creates a lot more um, of a nutrient-dense uh, product. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's very important people get the right type of product. I've tried it for a while now, and, I, you know, I'll never go back, man. So shout-out to the seamusboss.co.uk. When you get to the checkout, after you um, make your order, please make sure you type in about 20 that's a b o u t 20 and you'll get yourself 20 percent off any order from the cmusboss.co.uk mother lovers all right you know, where's mcginnis the tough region right there yeah yeah back up in this mother lover yeah man Shout out to Rumble TV. Says Park Jam was a movie. You're not lying, boy. That was a lot of fun, man. Jeez. That was a lot of fun, for real. Always feels like it sets off, do you know what I mean? What the, the happenings for the summertime, mm. you know what I mean? That's the May Day. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it's 50 years of hip-hop, man. Still celebrating. Um, I see there's a, a few crazy events coming up. Um, shout to Tony Spreadlove. He's got a crazy event coming up, man. I can't even remember the lineup off the back of my big forehead. Um, uh, wait, if I can find it. But wait, yeah, yeah it, I think I saw it oh, the other day. It looks so yeah. good, man. Like, you know, when you're just like, right, that's going to be. But I don't think I'm here, so I'm probably going to miss out. Um, it's got people like Blade performing. Um, Big Daddy came performing. All right, here we go. I found it. Listen to this, man. So Tony Spreadlove at the O2 um, Forum, Kentish Town, on the 26th of August is going to have 35th year anniversary of Long Live Kane. Long Live the Kane. So Big Daddy came performing live alongside Onyx, Master Ace and Marco Polo, El Zai, Fat Cat and Guilty Simpson. Hijack, MC Mellow, Blade. Sure. B-Boy, B-Girl Showcase. Come on, that's going to be levels. But yeah. Where is that? Uh, O2 Kentish Town. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah, man. There's more going on as well. There's a few more events coming up, man. Um, so we'll look out and try and give them a shout out when we can. But yeah, we wanted to make sure we could touch on some of these important subjects as we always do right here. And some shit you might not never know nothing about. We want to give a shout out to all you mother lovers that were locked in. As we, always, we, we appreciate you, man. Should we put the, fun, the, the GoFundMe thing up again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to run VT before we, you know what I mean? We'll be yeah. back on the other side. But yeah, we'll just run VT 
first of all, before yeah, we, in case people back. missed it. First off, I need to holler at your skills And ask you to let me do the honours if you will See, I'm not trying to copy you Just borrow from your skill Plus, I'm a fan And it's a way to pay homage to your skill <laughs> So for the second time, skills, I need to shout you, my friend. Cause that time of years come around here again. Yeah, yeah. So as a new age has entered, it's time that I remind you of what you ain't remembered. Every year from 2009 to 2013, the country celebrated New Year's with the My Stiggy UK wrap-up. Critics said. Unmissable roundup of the year. Damn, my Stiggy 2009 UK wrap-up just give me goosebumps. He went in. A cleverly constructed annual wrap roundup. London's my Stiggy drops his brilliant overview of 2012 with this head-nodding Black Einstein produced track. Happy New Year, mother lovers. Maestro kicks off 2014 with his fifth yearly wrap-up, produced by Black Einstein, summarizing the year's events in style. My Stiggy and Black Einstein are back with another massively popular UK wrap-up. But for every success, there's a tragedy. And in this case, it was the loss of a real Christmas. Almost no one put a thought into what it took to bring people their Christmas feast. Six minutes of hardcore barring, brought to you by one of the country's most talented collaborations. Whilst they were universally praised and people continued to ask. Hey Mice, you doing a wrap up this year or what, man? Hey Mice, I love your wrap ups. Yeah, what, is Van doing another wrap up, yeah? And. Put me in the wrap up, bruv. Those wonder years of wrap-ups eventually took their toll on the people responsible for them, and their suffering just went unnoticed. This is Black Einstein. If the wrap-up happens, he won't have a Christmas dinner with the family. He'll be forced to eat his dinner on Boxing Day after receiving a severe microwaving. His beats are unquestionably brilliant, and his production skills second to none, but if he's forced to produce another wrap-up, by New Year's Day, he'll look like he's gone two rounds with Leon Edwards. But my Stiggy is the forgotten victim in all of this. Imagine how long it takes to write six minutes of non-stop fire, constantly tweaking and holding off the last few lines until the minute you record, just in case a celebrity dies or a pop singing wag has a nip slip at a Boxing Day derby. Three months of going back over the year, trying to remember who did what to whom, only to realise you've missed out that TV chef whose short split while she was nosediving in a bucket of monkey testicles on I'm a Celebrity. Nothing can get those precious moments back. Not even a premiere spin on Shorty Blitz's show. So please, if you can donate to our GoFundMe, you can have the wrap-up you so desperately want without ruining three people's Christmases and New Year's. Follow the link to pledge any amount and you can guarantee that the UK hip-hop community's finest rapper and producer don't go without this Christmas or New Year's. Welcome to 2024. <laughs> Mother lovers. <laughs> If you love the UK wrap-up, 
um, help support us so we can do it and still have a life. So thank you in advance. And who am I in all of this? Why am I so concerned? Because I'm the one who's got to film it all. <laughs> Pledge now. Okay, cut. Right, do you think that's schmaltzy enough? Yeah. Maybe I could have piled on the pity a bit yeah, more. All right, well, I'll tell you what, let's do it again. Right. Can you put that Coldplay track on for me, though, this time? Schmaltzy. Schmaltzy. So, yeah. Get sharing. Yeah, man. Let's try and see if we can um, make it happen. Get sharing. Let's just get it in everyone's in everyone's face and see what comes back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, man. We'll put the link in the uh, description as well as the uh, chat. We've got six months, really, so... Is it six months, yeah? Until... Well... Yeah. Okay. You know, until we need well, to really yeah, know right, about yeah. until we could until we really need to like actually sort of know whether we're doing it or not. We've got yeah. six months, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, we'll see how more it goes, man. But yeah, very interesting, man. And well done, Dan, man. Dan DNA putting that video together. Um he just kept doing it on the slide, like basically mm -hmm. every you know, every now and again when we're all at the studio. <laughs> and, film and, another uh, little bit yeah I just want to do uh, <laughs> alright you know get our little acting chops in there you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean like, it's fun right, right? someone's asking me to act right I might as well you know what I mean <laughs> it's um, fun we should do yeah. more we should do more bits anyway yeah I've been told that as well man that we should do some skits and whatnot. Yeah. Um so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll start bumping heads and uh cause yeah it's quite fun as well yeah but yeah man salute to everyone that uh has donated already um, you know what I mean? We'll see if it can happen, man. Because you know that's what it was. Dan was just like, "Yo, what would you? All right, what would you do? You know, what would you, what would get you out of your bed and actually do it?" Then? And I was just, I threw out a number. He's like, oh, "Fuck it, I'm gonna see." You know what I mean? Let's see if that can happen. Yeah. Like, you know, reasonable. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's see. Let's see. You know what I mean? Let's see. But yeah, very funny, man. Shout out to Black Einstein for the music as well, man. You yeah. know, everyone put a little. And he's acting. Yeah, and he's Sterling acting. performance. Yes, of course. Inner Denzel. The inner Denzel was coming out, <laughs> I feel like. Or was it Samuel Jackson? I don't remember. <laughs> yes. Gorilla Thespians. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, salute to all the crew, as always, man. Um, I think that's all for tonight. Unless, was there anything else we needed to shout out? Yes, there is, always can uh, subscribe to the new channel. Um, spread the word as well. Do you know what I mean? We're going to do, um, you know what I mean? We've got hopefully some uh, interesting guests coming up. As always, man, try and make sure you lot learn something you might not never have known nothing about. The new channel is S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. Simple as that. Just subscribe there because we're going to start doing lives from there as well. And then we can get a bit more, you know what I mean? Well, way more, actually. Um, let's say way more. What's the word? Out there. Yeah. Let's just say out there. Risky. <laughs> yeah, risky. Yeah, we can get way more. Oh, it's mute. Apparently, it's mute. <laughs> <laughs> nah. The fucking, nah. Yeah. 
Nah, someone's messing around. With uh, that's hilarious, man. So that you like you didn't hear anything I said there. I can't even remember what I said either. Nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. What's the um let's get a roll call before we bounce, man. What's a quick roll call out there? What you lot blazing on? What you blazing on? Ow. Blazing on. Yeah, what I was saying was um that um we'll see how it goes. Do you know what I mean? With the whole uh, f- uh, GoFundMe. Yeah. Dan put in a lot of hard work um, in terms of putting that video together. Very, done it very slyly as well. A very sneaky way. And then all of a sudden you just see like, wow. There's like some mad masterpiece thing going on there. A lot of comedy in as well. Um, big up Black Einstein for the music on that as well. Smacked it. And the acting. You know what I mean? The acting chops was up there. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes, man. Just um, if you lot can send out the link to whoever um, you know is interested yeah. in the the wrap up, the UK wrap up stuff. That's and, where we're at. And with also, it. that's just the beginning. Obviously, like that's a little taster of what 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 we hope you can get for mm. the whole thing. Is that it's not just going to be a video and a track, and you know that's your New Year's done. It's like there's going to be stuff leading up to it as well. If we if we see like the interest rising in it, then we'll start putting together little bits and funny little things to lead up to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, we'll, yeah. just, we'll just try and provide a lot of content for everybody mm. to ingest. Yeah. We'll do, and also, like, um, someone suggested to me to set up a Patreon. Yeah. So, like, and then we could do shows off there where yeah. it's, like, less um, sort of, you know, involved with... Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, yeah. So we'll let us know what you think about that as well. Leave some comments in the um, comment section as well. Um, not just yeah, the uncommon comments on the video. census section. Because, um, yeah, leave comments on the video as well because yeah. then we can communicate a bit more. Let us know what you think about this whole AI thing. Do you think it's uh, going to lead us into, um, a, you know, a beautiful utopia? Or do you think it's going to be mayhem? Like, we've already kind of shown you how it could end up. Well, it has been a bit of mayhem, as we, you know, kind of proven. Yeah, if you definitely. Ask me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Will it be able to fix up? Will they be able to fix this whole thing up, do you think? Or um, is it a case of it's never going to be something that they can really control, you know, rightfully? Like, there's always going to be people that tinker with it and, you know. Yeah. Or, or yeah, let us know what you think in the comments, man, because they're always uh, interested in other people's, um, you know what I mean, perception of what's going on. Big up all the crew that were locked in. The Uncommon Senses, we love you lot, man. Big up King Chico, Gematria Wombat, Turbo Tubalicious, Robbie Love. Nice one, JM, of course. Big up to Sinead. Big up Gleam. Robbie Love. Yes, man. Vinny B, as always, man. Check out his channel, Planting Seeds, for sure. Uh, Big up to IBM Seeds. Jason Clayton, yes. Raising in the building, boy. Mr. Green, of course. You know what I mean? We'll see you lot next week for sure. Big up to Regontology. You know what I mean? DJ Lock, all the crew that were locked in, man. Your appreciation, or our appreciation for you lot locking in is always. Yeah, it's nothing without unmeasured. you. Um, big up to Blue Fliggy, my brother DJ Bluefoot, of course. Yeah, man. Love, love, love. Link up soon. 
with all the crew them. So yeah, man, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll have an interesting guest for you lot to, you know what I mean, sit down and listen to because you know how it is. I didn't get much from the roll call from you lot, so I'm going to try next week to do it earlier. I know you're probably, yeah, low on the dog. There's probably some man and just, it's, it's Star Dog. That's why you don't want to say nothing, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anyway, man, we'll be back next week, of course. Big up to all the crew. Make sure you have a, a good weekend and whatnot. Good rest of the week, of course. Um, salute. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I'll see you on um, Saturday if you're by Bristol. Um, come through to the Attic Bar. You'll catch myself, DJ Lock Live. Been a minute since we performed out mm. there, so it'll be a good one. Um, and yeah, other than that, love, man, and blessings. Enjoy the rest of your life on this earth and make sure your shoes are not too tight because they'll mess up your toes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> my name is Mice Diggy. That's Dan DNA. And you know what's going on now. It's some shit you might not never know nothing about. And guess what, mother lovers? We're out. <laughs>